Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. Welcome to another episode of Read the Room on the No Filter Network. Welcome to another episode of Read the Room, my brother. How are you? Doing great. Another day. Another day of air in our lungs, sun shining on our backs, and I get to look at this man. I mean, audience members, if we can just get a nice golf clap for Dapper Dan over here, because <laughs> this fool is looks like a million bucks right now. I'd take you home, and I'm straight. Right. But I'd take well, you, you know, home. you would. How could you, know, you not? You've got awareness, so what can I tell you, right? Yeah, there is a probably 100,000 uh, girls on the Sugar Daddy website right now. Just like that account is exploding. They're like, oh, my God, <laughs> look at this guy. He's actually handsome yeah, and well, made of money. Okay, I see. Even my dog, look, you know, my dog wants a piece of you, too. Sorry. He just hopped up here. Taken. Taken. Laura, taken, yep. bro. Back off. Yeah. You know. Tell, I'll tell him to back Thank off. Thank yeah, you. you. I'll, I'll give you. him your. I'll give him your uh, email address. It's all good. Well, you know, or you know, some okay. Snapchat address or something. You know. <laughs> well, my OnlyFans <laughs> account. Yeah. Right. They, uh, you know, your OF account. Right. Right. Yeah, they'll be sadly, sadly let down. <laughs> well, yeah, I just came from uh, I just came from meetings on Capitol Hill, which got called this morning. So I apologize for everybody for being a few minutes late. I'm uh, prompt as usual, but uh, today I was a little delayed, so I apologize for that. But thank you for joining us on another episode of Read the Room, where we're going to talk about leftist wackos. Okay, mm. I mean, you know. From these crazy-ass people that are temporarily running the federal government, <laughs> some of these knuckleheads out there, and I, I have other words for them, but if I get riled up, I'll start using them, uh, out there that, you know, don't believe that they can be elected president because the United States hates people of color. I was like, I said this to uh, AOC in a tweet. Um, let me introduce you to Winsome Sears, the lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, formerly the Confederacy uh, capital in Richmond, Virginia, and she's a black woman, a military veteran, and a, um, uh, a mother of two. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just, Rick, I don't, I don't know what to make of these people sometimes. You know, uh, we're just seeing divisiveness all over they are doing it on purpose and finding common ground is how we get forward you know connection connection to others means finding common ground you can't take two 100%. negatively charged batteries and put them together there is a magnetic force field that blocks them from getting together and it's the same with people, and we're seeing 100%. this 
this era where we're going back to it's a new era of Jim Crow. It's just flipped on its head. Like I yeah, just brought read, to you by the same people that originated Jim Crow. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm I just got done reading an article about Berkeley, the mecca of marginalized individuals who fight for the oppressed and for this new wave of America. And they have $25,000 a semester. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. And they have, <laughs> a, they have a building where they have enlisted segregation laws. So mm -hmm. if you were white, you are not allowed to go in there. You're not allowed. Yeah. They, they literally sent out a memorandum to all the students that if, even the people inside that live there and work there, if you have white guests, they will be turned away because they came here to escape white violence and white prejudice. So somehow they have managed to blame white people for their racism against white people. And we see it all across the board. And it's too much. And people people have caught on. It's silly. It's just well, silly. Now. Voters voters in November are going to take a, a magic uh, needle and pop that imaginary bubble that they live in uh, in, uh, in in short order. And I mean, they clearly haven't been to San Francisco ever. Um, you know, they haven't come down from their little perch uh, and gone down there, which is adorable. Um, you know, notwithstanding the fact that it's a violation of the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution. So we'll let your former governor, who's the head of the Board of Regents in California, deal with that lawsuit. How about yeah. that? Let, let Big Sis and her, um, uh, her uh, flannel shirts and her dog, uh, she's carrying around with her, fight that lawsuit. I mean, she's a screaming squirrel to begin with. Yeah, and... Good riddance. That's all I can really say. Good riddance. So, so Jennifer Lawrence, what are, what are we to make of that? Because last time I checked, Tucker Carlson doesn't really look like Harvey Weinstein. What do you think? Well, I don't really think he looks anything similar to him. And the fact that she could have nightmares over a television host telling her or saying that she is out of touch, not even using her by name. I mean, obviously the segment had her, and he said, what is it about people that get famous where they become so out of touch with the average American? Right. And she is exactly the problem. She, of course, became a mother. You know, she was famous for not caring and being that beer drinking, farting, burping, cursing in interviews kind of girl. I love Jennifer Lawrence. And then, of course, she became a mother. And all of a sudden, she became a grown-up. And she says, quote... Did she? You, That's debatable. Yeah. Uh, she says, if you don't fuck... Or if you don't mess with politics, I can't fuck with you. And she goes on this big, long diatribe about how... She's from Kentucky, so I was hoping that right. her Kentucky values would show through, and eventually Hollywood got to her, and 
she basically cut out people in her life because of her pol- political choices and how including she her own family including her own family and isn't that the exact problem right there people that are so stubborn in their views that they can't have civil discourse and disagree but respect somebody's right to see Mm -hmm. an issue different than them instead the easy thing is cut them out of your lives you're dead to me because you see one issue roe v wade that's her only issue climate or pardon me too climate change because she did that movie oh mama or whatever dumb movie (laughs) and roe v wade i think that would be called i think that's winter's bone is what you're talking about no i'm just kidding that uh, that's but if she actually cared, and this is the problem with people who vote on a motion with one issue in mind, is they don't think of the repercussions for other people when they vote for a candidate, and they don't delve into all the issues. Because if she actually cared about people, and not just women, specifically women who are pregnant and want to abort their children, she would realize that she is the representative of a party that is killing more Americans, more yeah. underprivileged Americans by 65 crime, million fentanyl. They're getting locked up some and then let out, obviously. Shout out to Memphis. Mm-hmm. What a shit show that is. And everything that is wrong with society is the party that she stands for. Well, the there's no... No, there's no question about that. And the the other really unfortunate thing here is um, she has the capacity to understand, but she doesn't have the critical thinking skills to argue different points of view and listen to someone else's different point of view and then understand that that's how you improve society. It isn't just how you remain in your own little bubble, your own little cocoon your own comfy chair, whatever the hell you want to call it. I I, I don't really care uh, in that regard. But it is absolutely how you uh, improve society by arguing different points of view. Um, We had, you you know, you sent me uh, the uh, Vogue and and Netflix information uh, on her. And I I don't take her seriously because she's not a serious person. Uh, She is just just a celebrity it's like okay wonderful great we're happy and that's such a good point all that other crap it's like yeah but you don't contribute to society pretty much after that after Um, that i do want to i do want to say hello uh to our mutual friend uh gene up there uh Minnesota. minnesota minnesota nice Yes. We'll say hello to Jean. Hello, Jean, darling. How are you? Uh, Hi, Jean. We're always grateful that that you uh, are willing to spend your time with us. Uh, But no, I don't take her seriously. Um, uh, It it, it isn't a mystery that uh, Kentucky is a disproportionately conservative state. Um, And I, I, I I I need some help from you because she cares about Roe v. Wade, motherhood, and the causeway what is she a road builder what the hell is she talking about rick she's just talking about things that 
she read that somebody told her about. It's that it's that simple. <laughs> it's it's really that simple. Because I got frustrated for a moment reading some of her stuff. You know, she wrote an essay on voting rights. Okay, and then I realized, wait a minute. If you're getting your political advice from A-list celebrities that live in ivory white towers, you're probably a moron to begin with. Yes. And you need to go a different route. And then I realized, oh, the majority of Americans don't get their political advice from celebrities because celebrities tend to be a little bit nutty, a little bit wackadoo, and very self-involved. That's part of their trade is being self-involved, egomaniacs, and focusing only on the things that they care about and not about anybody else. Unless you're Chris Pratt. Shout out to Chris Pratt. That's our dog. Yeah, shout out to Chris Pratt on the terminal list. Yep. Shout out to Chris Pratt. He's at least one celebrity that doesn't pose like this. Yep. Right. He's not afraid. He's not afraid to speak his mind and... Talk how he believes, you know, there was that uh, award show. I think it was the uh, VMA Vanguard Award. And he talked, he gave like a list of 10 things uh, for people to better themselves. And two or three of them were silly ones, but the majority of them were like, God loves you. Christ loves you. Uh, right. Be kind to others. Don't. Do unto others as you would want done to yourself. To like others. really strong messages. And you could tell in that mm-hmm. audience the second that he mentioned God. It, some people were able to clap and others cringed up like, oh my God, we're, he's talking about religion. Evil. Right. Right. Evil. Oh, but wait, I love him. Uh, I can't. I, uh, I'm so conflicted. But, but I'm Give so me confused. my medication. <laughs> Where's my medication? Somebody tell me what to do. Uh, you know, it's like, think for right. yourself. Come on. Like, he does well, good work. Separate the work from the guy if you don't like right. him. Right. Same I mean, thing again, with Jennifer critical, Lawrence. Again, critical thinking. They're critical not thinking. able to do that. They're bozos. They're not able to do that. And so, I mean, you know, I, I look around and, and uh, part of the reason for the topic of the show today is... We're getting, we're inside the 60-day window for uh, the uh, November midterm election, so I'm excited as hell. And so we're definitely getting into the silly season where um, you're going to see a lot of crazy stuff out there, uh, both, you know, ABC. on social media, on, on the news, if you actually hear about it, you know, unlike the guy in Surprise, Arizona, that got his eye shot out. Um, you know, at a July 4th party, that was two mm-hmm. over two months ago, right? Yeah. Who ends up shooting and killing this guy. And of course you don't hear about it because it doesn't fit a narrative, which is pathetic. But, of course. um, I looked around man, and I saw the absolute craziness starting to come out on the left principally because of the following few reasons. So one example is there is a um, candidate for Congress in Virginia's 7th Congressional District running against uh, an incumbent Democrat, Elise Spanberger. And the candidate on the Republican side 
is a sheriff's deputy, a town county super board of supervisor in Prince George's County, just south of here, named Yesley Vega. And so they did a commercial. I did a hit piece commercial yesterday on her with a retired U.S. marshal, just some old guy that they got to go on TV and mm-hmm. talk about trying to tie her to supporting America First uh, uh, issues, Donald Trump and January 6th, right? <laughs> and the, the uh, if any of you saw School of Rock or paid attention in, in English class, you know that uh, the word and is a conjunction where you can take two parts of a sentence and conjunction, junction, That's what's, what's your function? function? That's right. Hooking up words and phrases. Phrases and clauses. <laughs> I love you, man. Oh, I love you, too. Man. We pay attention. <laughs> I know, we do. So he says all this gibberish over here on this side of the conjunction. And then he says, and five officers lost their lives. And there's a picture of a coffin with a, a flag over it. That is complete and utter bullshit. And everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that, that did not happen. Everyone knows that a, a veteran, uh, Ashley Babbitt, got shot in the chest in the in the shoulder and died. Yeah. That's the only person that died inside the Capitol. It wasn't a uniformed police officer. And so I wasn't shocked to get to my point that on NBC News, local affiliate they aired that, that they allowed that to happen and, and other affiliates because it pushes toward the narrative they want. Um, yeah. It is crazy out there right now. It is. But, you know, it's to the point of Jennifer Lawrence. It falls on deaf ears. You see it. You talked about this last episode. You can't win elections without independence. And independence are smelling the bullshit because it is so ripe by now it's like new york city trash on the sidewalk ripe. Mm -hmm. you know and they can continue doing what they're doing and falling on their faces like i saw on abc that they were saying it was something like they ran a simulation and 63 times uh or 63 percent of the time out of the four thousand the democrats won back the senate and I'm like, good. Tell them they're doing fine. Continue to tell everybody that you're doing fine. Because guess what? They're not going to come out and vote. if they That'll depress their... turnout. Exactly. And, and, and contributions, too. So Exactly. So continue doing what you're doing because it's falling on deaf ears. And so I wanna, people... Uh, Go ahead. No, no, no. That's right. Go ahead. I was just going to reiterate the point that it is falling on deaf ears, that Americans are smarter than they're giving us credit for. And you're talking about why they're dangerous. And in my eyes, the number one reason that they're as dangerous as they are is because they're losing. They're backed into a corner and they're giving Hail Marys, uh, knockout punches, whatever you want to do. They're throwing all kinds of bills up, you know, like the student loan. That the student loan bill to try to relieve or basically 
give away money that is owed. It's not going to happen. It, even if there's a small portion of it, by the time it gets to being enacted, there's going to be another party there ready to litigate and squash it, in my opinion. Well, not only that, but I mean, they're going to raise tuition. So it, it, it's, it's less than a wash. It's like General Motors going, oh, EVs now cost 8500 more instead of the $7,500 tax credit you're supposed to get for an EV, which is mm-hmm. just total bullshit. And so, you know, I want to point out a couple of things uh, in terms of the fear that Democrats are, are feeling. So you've got uh, the aging, former, formerly funny comedian Kathy Griffin out there holding up her little head of Donald Trump again and saying that uh, there's going to be a civil war if you don't get out and vote, <laughs> vote Republican. Okay, so that's one. And then you have um, this... Um, mentally ill homosexual who they put in charge of the monkeypox response at the White House, who is a Satan worshiper, okay? So he's going to last maybe just a little bit longer because he's, he's a fag, um, and they're full of them there in Biden's administration, at the um, White House than the disinformation officer did at DHS. I guarantee you this guy will not be picking out an office anytime soon. And when I saw the, um, and again, you've got Fauci out there saying you got to get more shots and yada, yada, yada. So they're, they're churning up the fear machine, right? That's all they have. One of the things that I, that I saw that was just absolutely horrific was, um, the, um, uh, Democrats attempt to stoke more fear into people in different races around the country, congressional and, and campaigns. And the admission of their failure showed up in the New York Times the other day when they admitted that Stacey Abrams' campaign. Is not functioning the way that yep. it should. Um, so Georgia voters were registered uh, between 2018 and 2022 at a rate of about 350,000 greater than in the 18 cycle when Kemp beat her uh, legitimately the first time by 55,000 mm-hmm. votes. Brian is going to, the governor, is going to yeah. end up beating her again between 95. And about 120 to 140,000 votes. It's going to be a double to three times that amount. Yeah. Right? But mm-hmm. also, in addition, they know she's not a good person, not a good candidate, and her strategy of taking a giant net and trying to capture voters to register them is <laughs> not working. It's not working. And that's also hurting Raphael Warnock, who's also a bad candidate. Uh, uh, Herschel Walker's up over him by three points today. Yep. Right. So, Absolutely. And so I'm 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 seeing all of that, and then I'm also seeing that um, they are running scared in Arizona with Mark Kelly. So you've got Schumer's <clears throat> pack that's putting more money in behind him. Oh yeah. You know these guys are these guys are flipping out, man. Yep, they are, and you are hearing. 
the alarmist causes at okay, to be redundant an alarming rate. Um, and you brought up such a great point with Kathy, uh, Kathy Griffin, Griffith, whatever she is. She hasn't been uh, worth a thing for at least I don't know, fifteen, twenty no, years. Over so a decade, easily. Um, the I mean, I loved her whole D list thing for the first two years, but that was like two thousand and six or something. Yeah, know? and the talk about civil war and they're terrified of that because they know if there's a civil war between republicans and democrats they are going to be wiped off the map completely yeah. eradicated they stand no chance they can't mobilize they can't communicate they're like chickens with their heads cut off and we saw mm -hmm. jan 6 what happens when they want the right wants to mobilize they come right. out they pick a target and they go. It's not even January 6th. Just try a Trump rally. Okay? Anything. Just anything. try a, a Republican GOP event en masse. People come out because they're motivated. And the point that I want to make with the Jan 6th specifically is how little America cares about that. They don't Being, give a shit. Just look at the Jan 6th committee. And if care. you need to look any further... Look at the candidate for the Republican primary in Wyoming, uh, Vagina Cheney. Not Dick Cheney Jr., but Vagina Cheney. And how quickly she was ousted right that, out of her seat. That would be Liz Cheney, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, uh, Elizabeth Cheney. Um, but she's, around here. She's still wearing a 30% pound weight over the top of her head because she got her ass handed to her by yeah. 30 points. So, Gina Cheney uh, yeah, is a clear example of how little America cared about those issues and cared about that committee because it just fell off a cliff. We just never heard of it again. Like, it was primetime television, and then all of a sudden, it was brushed under a rug and disappeared. Did I mean, did anything come from that? Would, like, well, they're going to allegedly put out a report before the end of this month. So on the 19th of September, uh, the Republican conference, which she's no longer a part of, thankfully, uh, will put out its commitment to America document. Um, knowing D.C. the way I do, uh, the January 6th committee will try to drop theirs on the 18th of September, right? Yeah. Um, but whether they have another hearing scheduled... Prediction I alert. Yeah, I haven't looked in a few weeks because I don't give a damn about that uh, useless gaggle of individuals. Yeah, and nobody else does. You know? And I don't That's think anybody point. else does. Yeah, it's, once again, does. to your point about how out of touch they are, Abrams, perfect example. Nobody's falling for her bit. And it's falling yeah. on deaf ears across the country. Like, the people that politicians and uh, nominees are focused on, which you as a consultant know more than most, is independence. And they are turning them to the red. It isn't the red turning 100%. them to the red so much. It's them literally shoveling them over to the other side because of how stupid they are handling everything and have been they handling everything. They have nothing else everything. to talk about, man. Yeah, and now you've got... No, they have no solutions. They have nothing else to talk about. It's it's really 
It's really bad. It, it, it's it is so really bad. bad. You got one week you Zuckerberg same, coming out. You know, you, you got can hear one the week. same adjectives and whatnot uh, used by these Democrat consultants on television. Played on the loop. Go, you know, we're we're working. We're doing these things. We're we're staying committed. It's like, yeah, but nobody's seeing any of that. Yeah. And okay. nobody likes your commitments because your commitments <laughs> is a straight no. lunacy. That's no, the only don't. thing you're committed to is lunacy. And it's you've the got same. no go okay. ahead. Like last week, two weeks ago, you got Mark Zuckerberg coming out saying how they were trying to quell the Hunter Biden laptop story right. and vaccine stuff. And this week you have uh, a judge, and I'm not I can't remember what uh quarter district uh, or circuit, pardon me. He's done in Florida. Florida saying, Fauci, Corrine Jean-Claude Van Damme, you need to turn over your emails mm-hmm. about telling these giant social media conglomerates to not print the truth, to suppress right. and quell information that goes against your narrative. And these stories are coming out in droves. There's whistleblowers. We're starting to finally see the consequences to their horrendous policies and actions and the proofs in the pudding. Well, I mean, it's everything I've been talking to you about on this show. I mean, you know, we knew it was going to happen. I've I've talked about it. Um, It is inevitable. And some of the things, you know, that I'm seeing, which are also unfortunate in society, is you're seeing a growing um, level of, uh, violence, what we witnessed in Memphis with this live streaming shooting the other day and a few days before that with the unfortunate uh, murder of this school teacher. But I also sent you um, the story about Long Duck Dong. Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, this Asian guy going into a grocery store uh, in a Vons in California looking for a 13-year-old boy, and they busted it. Yeah. Right there. It's, and, uh, you know, so, it's, it's open game. Well, I mean, it's that level of deviance that is being justified from these leftist wackos. It's that level of incompetence yeah. on the economy the com- that these leftist wacko policies are, are, are promoting. And then you also have the... Um, uh, stridently psychotic homosexual guy who is now the monkeypox advisor. He has no skill set in that regard at all, other than being a recipient of it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And and that's who the federal government is saying, you're now directing that. That's the level of incompetence that we're dealing with. So it's open season, both crime in the streets, deviance in the streets, uh, freakazoids out in the streets, and people are screaming to get back to normal. Yeah, screaming. And people that wouldn't normally be screaming. You know, a lot of us like to just go about our lives, be unaffected by mm-hmm. lunatic politicians, uh, lunatic leaders, and the people screaming at the top of their lungs. They used to just be the crazy people in the corner. They used to be the crazy drunk at the bar that nobody paid attention to or the crazy, wacky liberal or conservative on the side of the street that you just were like, good grief. But now they have megaphones across 
uh, all media outlets, and they're able to scream at the top of their lungs. But we've finally gotten that shift with the uh, advantage of having new social media outlets and the ability to see all the ways they've shot themselves in the foot. People are turning off CNN. People are turning turning off oh, MSNBC. People are not relying reliant on Twitter and Facebook and these other places to get their news. Uh, <clears throat> you're always going to have those those sections in the right and the left that are very hard leaning that will go to these places and find where they need to go. But the average American, the independent voter, is now becoming almost supercharged to get back to normal. And if they want to get back to normal, they know which way they need to lean. Well, when uh, when Donald Trump has to promote CNN, you know they're doing really fucking bad. So right? bad. That's so bad. I mean, like so 640,000 viewers at their primetime show. I mean, that's just, that's absurd. It's bad. That's the and, population of the District of Columbia, for crying out loud. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jennifer Lawrence is having nightmares about Tucker Carlson. Yeah, yeah, and AOC, I mean, how can we not do a leftist wacko show and not mention that idiot? Of course uh, not. It, saying that, you know, misogyny is is so rampant that she could never be elected president. Well, honey, it actually has to do with <laughs> merit, not melanin, as I've told her many, many yep. times. And let me introduce you to, um, you know, Winsome Earl Sears uh, here, ladies and gentlemen, the lieutenant governor of the former uh, Confederacy in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Um, uh, if you haven't figured that out in the last year since she was elected, okay? Yeah. I mean, these people are completely out of touch, and and you have it really stretching all over the globe. You've got. Uh, Dutch city councils now uh, that don't want to do meat uh, advertising because in cities. of the rear end of a cow. And I'm like, I'm sorry. When you learn how much a Tesla battery burns in carbon footprint, notwithstanding yeah. its fuel source to charge it, which is fossil fuels, um, ding, ding, ding. burns less. Um, you guys have got really, really bad math coming your way. Yeah, what about... Article. You need to read in the Wall Street Journal today about the coming collapse of uh, uh, climate change policy, because it ain't working. It ain't working. What was it no. uh, in Switzerland? They're now going to arrest people for overheating yes. their homes this winter? Yes. Uh, put that into perspective for the audience i mean let's really marinate on those words arrest citizens for overheating their homes this is some stone age shit i mean is this really yeah, it's happening bad. it's it's really bad i mean it, it's it's really really bad and and i um i was and i i shared this with you i was blown away by how um this article came out yesterday, you know, we, we lost Queen Elizabeth, um, who virtually everyone in this audience has known of since they've been alive. But you had this Carnegie Mellon um, activist professor, uh, who's a black chick that came out and said, you know, she's a colonizer, or I hope she dies now, you know, etc, etc. So I hope she has an imagine? excruciating death. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's I mean, as immoral as you can possibly that negative do. and living in that kind of personal hell on a 24-7 basis, how miserable that human being is. It's oh. really quite pathetic. It's sad. You want to pray for him. Like, I tell you my do. students and others, you like, you get to a point to where you pity them because oh, they're, they're so tormented. And that doesn't mean we don't act upon their actions because it's pathetic. It's sad. It's so many adjectives that you can fill in. Mm-hmm. Pick a negative one. That's what that person is. But to to Queen Elizabeth, let's put this in perspective too. She's been around for almost, what, one-third of American history? Like since we were actually a country? I mean, she's served 70-plus years. 70 years. Yeah. and February 6, 1952. And what personal scandal was she ever a part of? You know, she was a, a, a principal of... Christian values, you know, she never took, she never had a misstep. Like for everything going on around her, she was as pure as the driven snow as they could come. Now, I'm not saying she was an angel all the way through, but she taught the lessons of Jesus. And she, because of that, felt a need to serve. Now, I'm not saying that people that aren't religious can't serve. But the fact of the matter is, is if you put an emphasis on following one of the most famed servants of all time in Jesus, you're probably going to do that in your personal life. And at such a high, powerful level in the monarchy, uh, how could you not respect somebody that leads with service first. Correct. And, and you know, to quote um, Liz Truss, the new PM uh, over there, she is the rock that Britain was built on. Yeah. Right? And um, her ability to maintain principles and traditions helps sustain Britain in tough times post-World War II. Uh, mm-hmm. She came. In, she came in, like I said, in February, uh, February sixth, nineteen fifty-two, uh, at twenty-five years of age. Yeah. I'm a twenty-five-year-old that has that kind of gravitas, right, and awareness, yeah. and um, and drove uh, the UK through seven decades of of its history and the world, arguably. So I have a, a great deal of admiration for her. Um, there's a a, a a video that I posted that I pulled from the BBC with Paddington Bear having tea with the Queen during her Jubilee this year, earlier in mm-hmm. April. And it's quite beautiful. It does it does make you cry. It's absolutely fantastic. But it also is emblematic of her sense of humor as well as her stoicism, but what she represents. So I, I have a, a great deal of uh, respect for the monarchy. Um, I'm glad we don't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as some people try to weave themselves into that, we don't do that over here. So I'm I'm grateful for that. But I honor the traditions and respect the traditions that they have over there. Absolutely, uh, we like many respect the traditions, and it's why they're as popular as they are. I mean, she's one of the most powerful women in our time. 
without a doubt. I mean, she's a figure that everybody knew. Uh, you would be hard-pressed to find somebody uh, that didn't grow up with Queen Elizabeth in their lives. Yeah. And Under 70, you won't find anybody. Yeah. Nope. And meanwhile, you got these educator bozos and other uh, liberal idiots who want to talk about her colonization and racist, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Any any of the catchwords they yeah, use. Yeah, I got but that. I got that yesterday. Yeah, you know, yeah, but I mean, joke. didn't they, Britain decolonize India in Africa? Didn't they try to drop, didn't they stop transatlantic slavery and slave trade? Like, yeah. Uh, so here's an instance of where they found their mistake and they corrected it, but we're going to harp on the yeah. past. And All these not, people don't know what they're talking about. They there's some there's some guy that was trying to give me some shit about the the uh, video that I put up yesterday, uh, and he's from Lebanon. And I mean, you're it, it's going to be difficult for you to get around me on history, uh, world history. And, and he was like da 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 and colonizing. And I said, well, hold on there, chief. Uh, the uh, French and the British uh, uh, took over. Uh, the British took over from the French in, 19, in the 1920s. That was mm-hmm. the end of the Ottoman Empire. I said, prior to that, your tribal nation uh, was colonizing other tribes. So if you want to bitch at anybody, look at um, the folks that are running the place now and their heritage. Don't look, Absolutely. Don't look, at, don't look at the UK. Okay? And they left but something just easy, there. It's just an easy get for people that don't want to think. Like, India uses their culture still. They use the stuff that they left behind when they left. I mean, think of Africa, how good it was when... There's still there's still a caste system also in India, just, just saying. It's only been around for a couple millennia. But, <laughs> you know, in, this is... I got into kind of what would be called a, a racist train of thought because... Here, Brita, Britain, Great Britain, England, leaves Africa, okay? Mm-hmm. Africa is a shit show. Still a shit show. We all know that. It's as bad as it's ever been. And Oh, it's worse. You, it's worse, without a doubt. And you look over here, and they talk about how prideful and grateful and how proud we are to be these people and we need to get back to our heritage and what we are and this and that and victim, 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 victim. And they have the ball and they're doing what Africa is doing. They're making a complete mess of it. The few who are in power for, that for have, the last four centuries, there are almost five centuries. They're doing that. Yeah. Um, so there is the high in central Africa and the Congo. There is the highest level today of slave trade of about 34 million people than it, anywhere in the world. And that's been it, going on since before the, before Pharaoh. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it's been the, going on a long time. They're not helping themselves. I'm talking about specifically the uh, SJW African American social justice warrior here. Yeah. When you see, the rise in crime, the incarceration wait, rates. Wait, are those the gender studies guys that we're going to be paying for their student loans for? Uh, 
No, I'm not. <laughs> We're not. Uh, Just but in theory, that. yeah. But if you're a white supremacist, of course you're going to look and go, well, they can't do it. Blacks can't do it in Africa. They can't do it here. Of course they're a mediocre race. And we know they're not. We know they have all the same tools and intelligence and sure. the work ethic that a normal American can have. They have the ability to do that. Now, are they doing that or are they using false idols in hip hop in these lower income areas to keep the circle going? Are there certain powers that be that are yeah. giving them handouts to keep them down? Yeah, Why are they not able there. to overcome? You know, yeah, like and, and it's and it's the same in it's the, if you want to switch gears for a second, it's the same in Russia. So the yeah. Russians for um, you know I don't know twenty two hundred years, eighteen hundred to twenty two hundred years, have had the same plunder, pillage, uh, grow the empire approach that they do today in Ukraine. Yeah, right. It's just on a smaller scale, right? I mean, the Romans overtook the Gauls, which are the French, which then overtook what uh, soon uh, in history would be known as England and Northern Ireland, et cetera, et cetera. There's a great book called How the Irish Saved Civilizations, written by an Irish professor that you have to read, um, hmm. because it was about a group of uh, a Catholic priests in their beehive from Ireland uh, that went to... Uh, the Alexandria Library before it burnt down and began writing and copying because they didn't have Xerox machines back then uh, um, the um, history of the world and then mm -hmm. they as on their journey back dispersed those copies more copies and so forth all through Europe all the mm -hmm. way back home to Ireland and so you know about civilization largely because of those uh, Irish clerics, uh, yep. and and so you know we're we've seen this movie before. I'll just put it to you that way. We have, you know, and, and, and what we're going to see in the midterms is a repeat of here's what we're offering you, here's what you have now, and it'll be I want this over that. That's exactly mm -hmm. what elections are all about. Absolutely. And Persuasion. you know what? I'm I'm so proud of the African-American influencers that are not afraid anymore to speak about either America first or just traditional values that this country was founded upon. And mm -hmm. call out the other side because we know that there was a time these past couple years to decade – where if you talked about the right, you were excommunicated as an African-American. And we finally seen that shift to where they're tired of it. They're like, look, stop setting oh, yeah. us back. You're setting us back. Like we want to move forward. We want to assimilate through hard work, our ethics, our morals, show the great race that we are, that we right. have had the potential to be since our inception. And they are now unafraid in some areas to speak their minds more freely, which is the whole point of America, speaking your mind 
freely. Well, I agree. And, and, um, folks want to come here specifically for those reasons, principally freedom. When you look at the number of Latino and African-American candidates that are running on the Republican side, uh, many of whom are going to be members of Congress this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, not would, but they are going to be here. Some currently are, which is great. They've, um, decided to, uh, cast off the, shackles of these stories that were told about Republicans and so forth and so on and went, wait a minute. And over the last six years or so, I mean, uh, the Trump populist movement helped really drive that, which is why official Washington insiders are scared shitless of uh, Trump being president again Uh because he knows he's called their bullshit, right? Yep. And yep. would and, render them powerless uh, in that regard. Uh, yeah. But that that isn't happening at the local level. It's not happening at the federal level or the state level by accident. People are absolutely waking up. Um, I, I was in the gym yesterday and uh, downstairs in, in the house, and I turned on Scarface, right, with Pacino. Mm-hmm. That that was that's a that movie's forty years old, right. Mm-hmm. 44 years ago, the um, Mariel boat people were coming from Cuba, where Fidel just said, get out. (laughs) Thieves, criminals, other people are like, I got to get out of this place, right? And so they did. They helped also bring down uh, the Carter administration, which was inept in in dealing with that. And Mm -hmm. a lot of those people came here to be free just like a lot of the folks that are coming across the border are doing that also. We're just letting them do it wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's not good. And, of course, it has uh, you know structural and economic impacts. But at the end of the day, um, freedom is what we built this country around, its Constitution, Bill of Rights, from our um, cousins, in the UK from King George at the time. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and they did it the right way. So I'm, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about in the coming weeks as we get even closer and closer to the next cycle. But having to point out just a lot of this leftist wacko stuff, man, I'll tell you, yeah. bro, it just, hey. you're just I, I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me, but it must really shock the hell out of normal people like you and, and others going, what are these guys talking about? They just did a pole dance for six-year-olds with transvestites in a elementary school? Get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I just saw a trailer for a movie called Transhood where it follows a four-year-old, a seven-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 16-year-old. and you know, I can understand the story, but when it gets to the young kids, the four-year-old, I'm just like, how, how is it not grooming? How is that not just... It's, it's all grooming, and they got to recruit insanity. But that she, shit is going to fall on its face, bro. Yeah, it's you. falling on its face, and they're poor, unfortunately, for these kids that are part of their parents' hysteria, white guilt, what trans mm-hmm. gay guilt whatever you want to call it uh they're going to be paying for it uh, in with their in their adulthood 
unfortunately. But to your point about diverse candidates on the right, you know, mm-hmm. the beauty is, is, and I can't wait to see on their merit. They're going to be there mm-hmm. on their merit. Whereas yeah. the left just put bozos in there because they fit a certain demographic. And they picked these terrible. They just use a color chart and went, we want one of those. We want. It's like they're picking swatches for paint. Yeah. They're they like, want three of those mm. and four of those and 15 of those. Yeah. We need somebody that's into puppy play and BDSM dog fetishes that is openly trans. He should be great for nuclear science. Yeah, it's an audition. That's, yeah, that sounds like a great one. Hmm. Let's get a monkeypox victim to run monkeypox. Hmm. Right. What else can we get? Oh, with a can... big Satan star on a, a tattoo on his chest. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get an African American homosexual female. That's hitting them all right. That is the sweet spot. And let's get her to be the voice. Of the administration, press secretary. Let's get her in there. And she's named after one of the most famous martial artists in the history <laughs> of humanity in Corinne Jean Pierre. Corinne Jean Clad Van Dam Pierre. Right. Or I just like to call her black lesbian. No big, you know, whatever. She's she's about as, uh, uh, she's extremely incompetent. Yeah. She look said at, it. Uh, look at Duncan Dad down there. He's he's in his Tony Soprano basement, uh, and yeah. Paulie's coming over, and they gotta Foley. have a chat, right? Yeah. That's right. Come down to the basement. Yeah, cleaning the uh, he's he's cleaning the blood off him. And uh, the the feds can't hear him in the little lamp that used to be in Meadows' room, right? That's yeah. right. Are you cleaning <laughs> the DNA off of the scrubs or what? Yeah, <laughs> watch. Mark to Mark's point. Right, so. <laughs> Oh there my God! Uh-oh. There it is, right there. <laughs> wow! Underneath, I don't know where the bulb is because there's, you know, they're listening, right? That's right. They're listening. <laughs> they're always listening. Always listening. Somebody's yeah, always you know, listening. In that, um, in that in that first episode where they had put that in there, uh, my buddy, uh, who's you know just a, a, a thinks Trump is like Satan, uh, Michael Kelly mm. was the. Was the junior uh, FBI agent, not the older guy that you know, look, eat a sandwich from Sunday yeah. and whatnot. But it was Michael in there when he had hair? But mm-hmm. Michael's like I am, so. <laughs> I love it. Solid oh, referencing. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Double D? Hey, what's happening in their world? Anything good? In, what's going on? Well, oh, you know, we're talking about leftist freaks, right, Rico? Yeah, we've been kind of harping on them today. Uh, gloves have been off. What have you got to say about the left right now? Man. Remember uh, that? Tropic Thunder, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) You remember Morton, or yeah, Robert Downey Jr.? Not Morton Downey Jr. He was also really good. You never go go full retard. Yep. (laughs) That's that's where we're at. That is where we are at. I mean, there's – I don't know what else – and I'm sure it's going to be something surprising. Oh yeah, it's it's everything. And we we're talking earlier on uh, one more quarter on the NoFilter.net about how they're just basically throwing the cornucopia oh, wait, splatter. Sorry. Was that on the NoFilter Network? It was They're basically they're just they're throwing everything out there, and they're trying to get these yeah. little 
micro segmented groups. And it's like, if I can relate to you on this issue, then I want to try to grab your vote. Next person, late on this issue, try to get the vote. And it's a shame because the, the bigger picture of just taking a breath, really figuring out with some common sense, forward approach, it's just being lost. I mean, California is the, the prime example of this. I mean, anything goes, the whole West but goes. nothing works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The so, whole West Coast. So here's the follow-up with that. It's like, you know, you see Kathy Griffin go, oh, if you don't do this, then it'll be a civil war. Somebody's <laughs> Let's go. looking at their phone while they're reading that bullshit on social media. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And then, and then it, it's four nanoseconds, and that's the most that you can grab their attention, right? Yeah. The messaging. There's mm-hmm. no I, follow-up nope. to register to vote or vote for somebody or whatever. And so they move away from their phone, and they go on with their life and fill up their car with gas or buy groceries at Ralph's uh, <laughs> in California, and everything is expensive as fuck. Yeah. All right? Well, yeah. And, well, and, and they're brought back into reality from fantasy land on their phone. And that's yeah. right. That's what happens. I said on Double D's show earlier, if it ever got to the point that KG was talking about of the Civil War, we would basically make sure to cover the bases, but essentially we would just annex California and give it to the cartels and be like, you can have California. (laughs) All right. You just, you go there and watch how quickly they'd be like, please conservatives bail us out. We can't beat them back with our fans and our bongo drums and all the weed. Everything from Truckee, California South, you guys can have. From Truckee yep. to Eureka, it, it, we're staying. We're keeping it. Besides, they'll shoot you, and the the forest is really thick. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I right. said, San Diego will be its own little island for a little bit before they move the uh, the navy out of there. Yeah, we need to protect right. Miramar for sure. Uh, well, you can, you know, you can use those uh, ships for uh, homeless shelters, right? No. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why do that when you can have them on the streets? harassing people uh that's a story for another time gentlemen i have got to check out because i have to get on the clock but thank you again good luck having me uh mark i love you double d i love Love you you. too buddy check out double d's show later tonight this has been another episode of read the room with mark smith and rick cochran here on the no filter network the no filter Filter network Network. you guys have a good weekend keep safe and keep loving your heart. Peace. 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 Peace, man. Have a good one, Mark. So, yeah, we, uh, dude, we are um, about to see full metal crazy. You're yeah. 100% right. Because yep. I'm seeing it already, and it's already out there from the little monkeypox freakazoid to the uh, freaky little Asian guy that's picking up 13-year-olds uh, in supermarkets. To Kathy Griffin, to the New York Times, flipping out over how shitty of a campaign Stacey Abrams is running, which is cracking me up, right? Um, But we ain't seen nothing yet. No, and like at this point, right, do you think like, do they even check any bit of these individuals they're putting in to run these programs in these offices? the, uh, the picture. No, they're not. It's just like... Huh. I right, just throw him in. No, there. and this clown, this clown, like the other idiot from the disinformation board, 
mm -hmm. uh, DHS should not unpack any boxes. That person is not going to last. No, no way. They'll no be way. done. They're, they're done. I mean, the, the shit that's come out on that clown uh, um, who's a sexual deviant in the last mm -hmm. three days alone, yeah. he's done. Yep. He's done. I guarantee you'll see a quasi-mea culpa report on CNN, and then it'll show up on Breitbart, and we'll be laughing our asses off uh, because he can go, you know, buttfuck a goat somewhere else. Pretty much. As an absolute freak. His yeah. pierced nipples and his little dog face boyfriend. Yeah. And his little, you know, little uh, 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 Satan tattoo on his chest. It's like, yeah, okay, you're I mean, not special. What? Thank you. The, yeah, the whole uh, the whole Ministry of Information, right? Prime example. Where's right. that at? Right. Yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of the movie Brazil. So, uh, I mean, they're trying. They're they're trying, but but it's gonna get it's gonna get crazier. Um, uh, the nineteenth of September, the Republicans are gonna put out their uh, commitment with America plan, and which will be terrific. Right. And it'll be a counterweight of things that we will do to the things that have been done the last 20, 21 months. Uh, and we'll end up taking the House back between 35 and 45 seats and between yeah. two and four Senate seats in the, in the Senate. Yeah. And you just coming from the Hill and being down there for now for the past, you know, 30 plus years, do you kind of get the vibe even in Washington that people are just like, you know what, we really need to pump the brakes on a lot of this stuff? Yes. Yeah, um, members that know that they're coming back on the Democrat side and that are going to be in the minority um, are definitely um, already cutting deals. And they have been really since about May of this right. year uh, with their Republican counterparts. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, and I think I think, so I think our challenge will be to balance what's important for the country as well as investigating the red meat opportunities with this administration and not letting that overshadow what's important for the country because we're going to be in a recession um, and sure. a depression for yep. a good oh. 18 to 25 months mm -hmm. uh, oh absolutely going forward and then it'll take three to five years to come up and out of that fully yeah and that's the, the thing that's um you know nice to hear about is you know at some point no matter which side the pendulum they on, everybody has their limits, you know, and mm -hmm. you, you want to trust the American resolve. You want to trust the whole, you know, the American go get them, you know, ideology. And to know that, yeah, even though you got to support your party, support your side, the majority of people fall right here in that common sense group. That's just like, center look, right. The center right. Center right. It is. It's a hundred percent center right. I, people ask me yeah. all the time, like, Oh, what are you? I said, I'm, moderately conservative or conservatively moderate like that's that's where i'm at i'm center right you know what i mean and honestly like i do the house test all the time i do the business test all the time and you know you can only take so many chances before your business fails right you can only go pie in the sky sometimes you hit a home run sometimes it's horrible but you only get so many opportunities you got to have something on your foundation that keeps you grounded that keeps the vehicle mm -hmm. moving along you know and it's just, I guess, from the outside, and I guess for everybody who's watching or will be watching, you know, it is good to know that that, that American, like we, like, we need to exercise what's good for the total is starting to really, you know, come back. Because like you said, I, I really feel like there are a lot of them on that side that are like, holy shit, you know, we should have pumped these brakes 
a long time ago. And now all well, that's catching the, up to look him. At the first thing, look, at, look at the first thing that came out of Liz Truss's mouth um, on Tuesday after mm-hmm. she visited uh, the Queen in Scotland um, and gave a speech on uh, to uh, as the new prime minister. She, um, she said, we are going to begin fracking. Yeah, exactly. You have now to look what's happening in Europe Germany. Is, <laughs> and the rest of Europe is doing the same thing. There's another story out today. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the, the EU and other countries within the EU and Central Europe and Western Europe are going, we're absolutely putting this together to begin developing our own energy source. Right? You have to, yeah. You can't have peace. You can't have prosperity. You can't have a, a society without a, a, a consistent source of energy. And we're not going to rely on some psychotic Russian uh, who's getting whatever treatments he's getting, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We're done. Fuck off. Yep. Consequences to the Greens, et cetera. And, um, uh, and that kind of political suasion is in their favor. So they can, they can push the Green Party coalition aside and whoever in that party um wants to push back is going to end up not being an elected official yeah and you know i hate to not that i hate to bring it up because you know i love the fact that he had the foresight but i keep going back to when you know trump spoke before all of them he's like look you guys want to rely on russia Mm -hmm. it's going to burn you it's going to burn you and you know he was right again he was right he was yeah he was right again, again you know Again, he was right. Yeah. And, you know, we, we joked earlier in a sort of like that tongue in cheek joke, but not really joking. You know, all of these, you know, conspiracy theories that are starting to actually have factual, tangible, you know, bits come out. It's like it's not it's yeah, not it's a, a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a long yeah. list, man. You know, yeah, it's a and, long list of I told you so or we yeah. told you so. Yeah. But you know what's you know, what's good about it is that even though you could be part of the side of like the I told you so, it's still like, you know what? Come back to the fold. Come back to the family. Let's work it out. Let's do it together. You know, whereas the other side is like, yeah, it's right. That's right. And there's the difference. You know, there's the difference. Well, you know, I sent a I sent a story to my son and my wife uh, from the journal uh, on the way back from the hill today Mm -hmm. uh, on shocker. And I've said it on this show multiple times. Obamacare premiums are going up. Oh, imagine that's that. because it's a subsidized taxpayer subsidized uh, program that mm-hmm. cannot stand on its own two feet. It is no, just health care welfare. That's all it is. Yep. That, yeah, exactly. That's, that's all, all it is. is. That's all it, it is not it correctly integrated. And I, I just left some healthcare clients. We were talking about this. It's not correctly integrated into the current healthcare care uh, system because it doesn't mm-hmm. work. You can't give shit away in one end of a closed system and not have it affect the other end. It doesn't work that way. No, and that's, you know, everything like everybody loves that pie in the sky, take care of everybody, you know, hand it out free. We got everybody's best interest. But like you said, eventually the well runs dry, right? You, you've got to fill that with something. And what's it going to be filled with? You're going to have to raise taxes. And that's going to start affecting your bottom line. Or when you go to the grocery store, you're well, what they've done since 2010, uh, <laughs> my friend, is they've they've taken money out of Social Security to uh, prop oh, yeah. up this this dipshit program, mm-hmm. and they did it again so, uh, earlier. The American Rescue Plan. Ooh, yeah, that was awesome. You know, my uh, 
my dad, he just reached his uh, retirement age. And he's like, oh, maybe I should work a little bit longer. I was like, listen, I said, take your money now. I said, why it's still there and why you can get to it. Go in, file for your social security. I mean, he's got his pension, but he's you know his time in the system too. Right. I was like, look, I said, take your time. So you want to work a couple of days afterwards? Go ahead and do that. I said, but don't count on the fact that all this money is going to be there if you live for the next 20, 25 years. Right. There's barn against it, well, using against it, leverage against it. We'll, we'll end up incurring more debt. We'll just put it to you that way. Oh, absolutely. And then it's like, so, yeah, it's a vicious cycle, but, you know, at some point, everybody has to realize, like, it's affecting your bottom line. Like you said, even those right. people in California, when they go to the pump, when they go to the grocery store, when they look at their electric bill, it's like, holy shit, wait a minute. You know, I can't live. When there, you know? when there are multiple television commercials on American TV mentioning gas prices mm -hmm. and come into Target, come into Walmart, come into Costco, etc. You know you've got a problem in the in the in society. Yeah. When there's a game show in the UK <laughs> that is raffling off paying your energy bills for 4 months, you wow. know you've got a problem and henceforth the first thing out of the prime minister's mouth two days ago, three days ago, was yeah. we're we're going to begin fracking. Yeah, you have to. I mean, <laughs> it's it's it seems to be you know it's like I've said earlier with common sense. Like it seems to be the common sense answer, but you know, and now my question was always going to be like you know, how far over the cliff are they going to let this bus crash and burn before somebody finally says you know enough's enough? And hopefully. You know, all signs are pointing to the fact that next couple of weeks we'll have an election and things will start to correct itself. But to your point, they've got another they got another 60 days and that's really right. about it. That's, that's it. Really another 60 it. days. Because what um, what I was listening to this morning and what I've been reading about and know about is with the amount of the amount of debt that is out there right now that and it's it's about 200 trillion. 200, no, it's 200 billion more in debt on top of the 14 trillion of credit, just credit cards, right? Wow. Along with mortgages and so forth and so on. Is greater now than it was in 2010. Wow. And you know, in the 2009 crash, none of that was there. Now we have even more. So we barely got started with raising interest rates and mm -hmm. and impacting that which then you create higher unemployment which then slows down the demand in, in the uh, society and you scratch that in the economy which then you hope to level off like a bobber on a lake bed right, right. you throw mm -hmm. it in the water and go please come up and go even yeah. <laughs> right and that's, that's exactly Boy. what the fed is trying to do they don't right. know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, there's a Wall Street Journal story today, again, about Janet Yellen, dumbest fucking white woman I've ever met in my life, wow. who lives in a fantasy world of economic theory uh, about how to get rid of things and change. The, you know, she's talking again about climate change. It's like, Grandma, just retire, okay? Yep. Be done. Go live on a lake somewhere in Norway, okay? Yeah. Just go away. Go away. Right? You're not helping you weren't helping when you were there before at the Fed, and you're not helping as Treasury Secretary. 
having said all that, though, um, we have a long way to go, 18, 20, 24 months until the effects of that those interest rate rises and i don't mean to put everybody to sleep on the show but no no uh but those interest rate rises will have any impact on the the uh current situation the occurrence of debt the job market the labor force uh interest rates etc and then you have an additional 24 to 48 months before you're fully up and out of that situation right and that's you you won't be until housing prices level hit a bottom and level off. You won't be, that'll be your first indicator. Right, and, and that's the thing, you know, people, we, we have the society that wants the immediate solution, the immediate fix, and it's happen. just, it's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. No. And No, it's not. And the reason why housing is such an indicator is because it's your biggest investment, yep. right? Uh, autos would be next, um, job creation and gro- real growth, not this uh, topsy-turvy, up-and-down bullshit uh, that you're seeing um, uh, is another indicator. And until those level off, like that bobber on the lake, uh, we're not going to have um, steady growth projected forward. You're going to have a very uh, up-and-down market. Yeah, which is... it's going to take a while. Right, and like you said, you know, it's... There's always the point in history, there's always a point with economics and growth and, you know, change and adjustment over the years where, like, you have to go through this little bit of, you know, being reserved, letting stuff correct itself. And people don't want to pay attention. They, they don't, they don't want to see these things, you know, because they want to live like yelling in their little world where everything is fine and it's okay. And it's going to be available and it's going to be there and it's not going to cost me anything because somebody's going to pay for it for me. And it's just like, that's just not how the real world works. <clears throat> Well, fortunately, we have elected officials that are accountable to the uh, to the voters, and those idiots like Yellen are appointed, and they're there for a temporary period of time. Um, I want to I want to thank you, uh, obviously, Uncle Rico, uh, everybody in the audience for joining us again today yes. for another episode of Read the Room on the No Filter Network, right? <laughs> Uh, yes, sir. My brother, I will uh, talk to you soon. We'll we'll talk again next week. Have a fantastic weekend. Will do. Uh, and um, I just appreciate everything you're doing and everything everybody else does when they come and visit us here on this uh, wonderful show. Uh, we love it, man. Thanks for the invite, as always. And like I said, uh, anything I can take from your program and pass along to anybody that I got contact with just to get the real taste of what's happening in our world. Um, all the better because people need to hear from the horse's mouth. You know, let's do it. All right, Mark, have a good weekend. All right, brother. Be good, brother. See ya. Take care. Later.